Hello, I am Thomas and welcome to my podcast, Leaving the City. In this podcast, I'll be talking about boys and girls who were exported from London during World War II due to bombing. This was a hard time for lots of them and I'll be talking to people firsthand about their experiences. So, thank you for agreeing to do this interview with me today. So we're going to talk about World War II and more specifically children being moved out of the countryside because of bombing. So, um, I'm here today with Hal. This is Hal. I am Hal, and I'm very, very pleased to be able to help you with your project. Thank you very much, and uh, I'm sure we're going to have a great time. The place I was living was Orpington, mm-hmm. and the war started, as you know, on those dates. And I must have been around about four and a half to five before I was evacuated. But on being at home, we had an underground shelter. I'm just doing this, and blackouts on all windows, and my father was a, a um, air raid warden, <coughs> and he would then walk the streets to see that everybody was all right, and uh, that their lights were off, and their windows were covered with uh, sticky paper, newspaper, what have you, and... Ha- after that, we went. I was then went to Chislehurst Caves, and we stayed there to three a day, three days, whilst there was a severe air raid. And uh, from there, we went back home to see that the home was all right. Did you see your parents again? My my mother <laughs> was with us in the um, in the caves. Father was at home still doing the, his rounds with the air raid, being an air raid warden. Um, we had to carry our gas masks around with us all the time. And uh, we were then gathered. We were told that we were going to a safe place so there would be no bombing, no sound, no nothing. And that was when we went to Bangor. So you went there by train? Uh, yes, after a, a drive from our road to the railway station at Orpington, mm-hmm. and then we went there to Bengal by train. We were then collected by various different people, and they would call our names, so we would go to them, and then they would look after us for a period of time of a year or so. So you also stay with family up in Northern Wales? North Wales, yes. Um, I was quite surprised by going into a pub and that's where this family were. And it was just a couple, had no children, but I do remember walking up the back garden up to the hills, which looked like mountains to me. So after that, is that when you moved down to...? That's when I moved to Somerset, Western Supermare. So when you went there, you stayed with the family for quite some time, and I believe you got quite close. It was like a, a relation, but it wasn't. But that was very, very close in those days. People were very, very sociable. <coughs> so how long did you live with them for? Um, I suppose I lived with them until I was about seven. So quite a few years. It's quite a time. And... Uh, a few years in those days became a united family. So that's it. That's what I 
had lost you now. So, um, after you left, um, and then you got back, so you hadn't seen your parents in two Not years. Quite so, yeah. So what was it like seeing? <coughs> Wonderful, strange. Um, had they changed? Well, they were growing up like us all, but yes, it was it was difficult really to get back into a normal family. So when we were growing up, there was a connection because Richard. Uh, used to come to London an awful lot and stay at our home. And uh, when we wanted holidays, we would go to back to Western Supermare. But yeah, we're a very, very close family. When you were moved into a different house or a different family, was it only you? Did, were there other children with you that you didn't know? Or your brother or yours? No, you mean after the war, well, uh, during the war? Yeah. No, it was only one that went to perhaps. Uh, to that family. So did the family that you went to already have children? And if so, um, what, what were your relationships like with them? Of course, them having another child must be... Uh, acceptance was wonderful. Uh, never argued. We started to do things that normal children would do. Um, and also I learned to play the piano with Richard. Um, and also play in the streets, which we could, and we had to find our own games, use our own brains. Nothing was put in front of us, but we could play hopscotch, those sort of little games, cricket, rounders, climb trees, do naughty things that young children would do. The first evacuations in London were on the 31st of August in 1939. So were you a part of the second wave of children to be evacuated? I was evacuated? the second. So did you know that um, the other... When when you found out that the war was over um, and that... We all came back separately. What was, what was your reaction? Were you happy that glad. it was over? Or glad oh, yeah, of course. Yes, because, I mean, the damage was so badly just dreadful. And it's the first experience of wreck uh, in those days we would say they're ruining the country or being very very reckless but i mean to us children you really didn't understand what it was all about so what was your house or your anderson shelter were they damaged or destroyed? no not at all were you do you think you were lucky or were you just further out were any was very fortunate that any of the houses on your street destroyed no, <clears throat> no. I think my father, you, that, um, I mean, he was very good. He was a very caring guy. Um, so he didn't only think of our family, he thought of everybody else's family. So when you went to live with these other families, um, you, you of course, you had to continue your education, your education. So how did that work? No. Whilst I was away, <coughs> no education. No education. No, we were only more or less taught by uh, Richard's mum and dad. Do you, where, once, and, sorry. Once you got back, did you continue education as usual? Uh, yes, I went to a private school for a while, and uh, until I left school, and then I was waiting to go into the forces. So you joined the forces. Didn't join. I had to. You had to? Yeah, yes, it was National Service. Okay. Did and you your, know what that is, don't you? Mm. Did your dad want to um, 
ever joined the army or the navy or the air force during the war, or was he happy? Being... No, he ha- He was uh, a air raid warden. So that was that enough? That was enough. Yeah. Because I think you had to serve at one point in some way. Yeah, I I don't think he did. How old was he during the war? Oh God, he must have been very young, because he died very young. Oh, so. Did he die from causes of the war? Or just no, uh, I think just ill health. I think an awful lot of people died because of worry and stress. Yeah. But we're saying stress of today. You wouldn't say stress years back, but it was there inside you thinking and wondering. But uh, today, you've only got to do something, you know, it's stressful. Do you understand me? Yeah, it's not the same. What, what were the reactions of, like, when you went back and all the families were rejoiced and the war was over? Was there, like, celebrations on the street? We had celebrations on the street, yes. And everybody, no matter what, they brought out to sit on orange boxes and all sorts of things, cans... Little drums, uh, trestle tables, um, yeah, and everybody made sandwiches. It was all sandwiches in those days, um, and practically all the same. <laughs> a family would um, say, "Oh yes, I'll make a cheese sandwich. I'll make a uh, a Shipman's paste sandwich." What's um, that? Sorry, Shipman's paste. Ships Shipman's paste. What's that? It's um, a paste made up. Mm-hmm. And it could be fish paste, it could be chicken paste, but food was very scarce. Jellies, and it wouldn't be jellies with lovely fruit in and everything else. Mm-hmm. It would just be a plain jelly and a blancmange. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, just trifle and jam tarts. <laughs> so all your friends from before the war... Um, well, not before the war, but, like, when you were younger, were they still your friends after, even though you hadn't yes, seen them? Yes, they were. Children in those days were very, very close because I remember, oh, we used to go walking, as I've just said, climbing trees, the same sort of thing, playing cowboys and Indians. Yeah. Um, and you would find your sweetheart and... Then if you climbed a tree, you had a penknife, mm-hmm. and you would... Um, Draw something in the tree at the top. Yes. How doors loves rosemary. <laughs> <laughs> Those sort of things. But then we had the chance of going into the uh, uh, clubs like uh, Life Boys. I don't know whether you've heard of those. The Boys Brigade, have you heard of that? Yeah. And then we were very good churchgoers in those days. Um, because they had lots to offer. People were, they were more united. And uh, we had um, the Young People's Fellowship, which we had uh, games and singing and everything else. It was really nice. Um, No violence in those days from children. So was it Richard or Desmond who you stayed with in Somerset? That's that Richard's home. Richard. Mm. So with did Richard's family and your family, your parents, would they all become like a big... A big family. Big family. Very, did, very did, close. Did you live close together? Uh, no, because they lived in Western Supermare, mm-hmm. but whenever they came down... They saw you. 
they stayed with us. Um, <coughs> somewhere I've got a, an old photo, or did I throw it out, of our family group. We were all extremely close. We were one big family. So there was Desmond? No, no Richard, Richard. Sorry. So there was Richard, his brother, his parents? Just, uh, yes. Did you have any siblings? Did you yes, um, I had, uh, it was four of them, two brothers and two sisters and myself. So were you all moved away during the war from separately? No, just me. Oh, just you? Mm. What happened to the rest of you all? They were younger, so uh, my younger brother was born under the stairs. Oh. Yeah, you... I can't really think an awful lot about it because I knew that, you know, when mum's having a baby, uh, did, that's where it was. Did they get doctors to the home? No. No. I mean, there must have been a mid uh, a midwife running around. Um, or uh, No, doctors didn't come out in those days. They were there serving in the hospitals for... Um, you know, emergency patients. I, I mean, don't forget I was young. I can't yeah. remember all these things. Yeah, of course. But, uh, yes, uh, a lot of people did things on their own. Mm-hmm. Very independent. Very, very independent. But th- they had to be. There was no sort of, fetch me, carry me, peel me a grape. Have you heard of that saying? Yeah. Uh, yes, people got on with their lives no matter what. I mean, if they cut their arm or something like that, they wouldn't fuss. They'd just bandage it up and leave it at that, hoping yes, for it that to... needed to be your mindset during the war mm. and during that time. Is that all? I just want to say thank you so much for doing that interview with me. And um, I know it was hard to remember, but thank you very much. Very, very hard indeed, because being just four and five, you tried, but there are certain things... That, that stays in your mind. Yeah.